You're listening to Fuck's Given, the one about threesomes. Hi, Florence. Hi. <laughs> good morning or good evening to you. Guten Morgen or good morrow. Yeah. Wow, we're not really bringing the energy. Hold on, let me, let, let us change this out. Let's go. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah. Fucking, what's it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) fuck's sake (laughs) i literally felt a penis grow just then oh my god i Mm -hmm. saw in one of our reviews that someone said i love the podcast but can you please for the love of god stop making wet mouth sounds why (laughs) what you you fucking you fucking hurt out them (laughs) (laughs) They're the, they're they're the only no. reason why we do the podcast. <laughs> mm, it must be like so intimate in your ear, especially if you're wearing the in-ear headphones. It's like, yeah. yeah. Mm, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like we've gonna, fully just gonna, lost a listener. Yeah, yeah. they're going to unsubscribe. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, we love you. I mean, they said they wrote us a review. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Florence, how are you? What's been going on in your life? Uh, how am I? I'm good, actually. I'm feeling like a lot more positive, I think, this week. I'm pretty tired this morning because I have just been socialising way too much. And you know that I'm an introvert, so I haven't had enough alone time. Oh, shit. (laughs) Do you get alone time today? Uh, well, not really, because I have my first Muay Thai session booked here with a coach. Um, which isn't very sex related or relationship related Mm. but it is health and fitness mental health related yeah and it's not your first Muay Thai it's it's the first Muay Thai in LA you've been doing it in London yes been doing it for years now actually um it's one of the things that really 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 does help my mental health Mm. and if I ever like have stress building for anything it's just the best release just nice. being able to fucking punch something really hard <laughs> and kick something really hard. And I'm I'm one of those people that makes the like girly noise when I kick and stuff. You're like, ah, what's your noise sound like? <laughs> I, I can't I can't actually think of what it would be without doing it. <laughs> Not quite, but sometimes my trainer in the UK laughed at me because it came out like really weird sometimes, and it'd be like, ah! <laughs> like something like really like really high pitched instead of like usually it's a bit of like a grunt yeah, and a bit yeah. like more like masculine like energy mm-hmm. like kind of thing, yeah, yeah. but then sometimes it's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, that's so joined. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That sounds really good. Hopefully yeah, I went stress. on my girl date on <gasps> Tuesday. The girl date. Oh my God. Okay. Tell us everything. How did that go? <laughs> it went really well. It was really sweet. It was very cute. As I feel like most girl dates would be. Yeah. Because, because we cute. We cute. <laughs> we yeah. so cute. Yeah. Women's are just cute, man. They're just so cute. <laughs> we just can't vibe. help it. 
mm-hmm. we went bowling, which made me realize oh. how little finger strength I have, which I also felt wasn't very attractive for the person oh, shit, I was on a date course. with. Because I was yeah, like, you're like oh. I was like, oh, the cramps in my wrist from this bowling, this bowling. <laughs> She's sitting there crossing her arms like, well, we're not going to last two minutes when you're fingering me. You know? <laughs> But anyway, the date was cute. Um, but I have to say that we were both so awkward at the end of the date that the end of date kiss did not go very well. No, not well. Well, it was just like, it was just really awkward. I was like, let me get out of the car and give you like a proper hug to to leave. Oh, and then... Shit. That's a really good move though. That's... That I think, would have been kiss move territory for sure. Right? You did that right. Mm-hmm. And then when we went in for the hug, I no- knocked her hat off. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I feel that. God, and I feel that so the deep. The hat fell on the floor and I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then and then she was like, okay, okay so um, is it okay if I kiss you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, right, okay. I thought it was going to be worse than that, like you didn't kiss, but you did have a little smooge. Very minor. Yeah. The most oh, that's minor still nice. And she, yeah. she asked permission. She asked yeah, for consent. I she love did. that. Actually, Fucking most people points. I go on dates with, I like that these days, which is yeah. like, I don't think I've been on a date with someone that hasn't asked. Yeah, oh my God. Is ages. it just because we're not dating idiots anymore? We're not dating like immature peeps. We're going to see each other again. That, that's yeah. very successful. That sounds really nice. I'm yeah. very excited for you. First girl date done. Yay! Yes, you can die happy. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, yes. Like, fuck, finally, the bi- the bi- imposter syndrome. Fuck you. Like, I did it. I did it, son. <laughs> I'm now dating women. Yes. I'm now a real bisexual. <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she. Yeah, I'm a legitified. I'm very proud of you. You conquered your fears and you did it. Especially like being introverted and finding dates difficult anyway. Going on a date with the same gender, that's really tough. You need, you get, you got to give yourself a pat on the back and do yourself, do yourself something good. Get yourself a nice treat for being, being bold and taking risks. Yeah. And it wasn't as awkward as I thought it was going to be either. Like I brought the confidence, I think, until the very end. (laughs) Yeah, until the very end. You fucked it up. (laughs) <laughs> didn't cost you though didn't cost you the date sounds like maybe no. it, it was quite endearing yeah she did say that she likes it when I'm awkward she's like you're cute when you're awkward uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that sounds that's hot I just got a wide on Jesus I'm like yes the humiliation yes <laughs> <laughs> okay enough uh, about me what mm-hmm. is your update so I went to a festival last weekend Yay. Um, And I was, I had a really great time and I met some really great people. There was this one guy that I thought was attractive. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, you're really attractive. Like, are you single? We had a little chat and he was, he was asking me, what do you think I do for a living? Like he was giving it all that. Also, at this point, I noticed that he has 1999 tattooed across his body. (laughs) I was like, oh shit, you're young. And he was like, what do you think I do? And I was like, I'm not, I've got no idea, mate. No idea. He was like, yeah, it's a red flag. And I was like, OnlyFans? And he was like, OnlyFans. And I was like, I do OnlyFans. And so we had a hug and exchanged details, which was like quite, quite sweet. And I thought it was interesting that he prefixed it with it. it's a red flag. I wow. thought that was like, 
yeah, quite interesting. A bit of a brace. But it's not a red flag to have OnlyFans. Well, I guess maybe, maybe, yeah, you're right. It's not a red flag, but him being male, maybe that does change it, having an OnlyFans account for for maybe girls his age, potentially. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So that was interesting. I'm not sure if that's going to go anywhere because I have realised a level of maturity doesn't quite match. Um but yeah, thought it was an, an easy, a sweet transaction. And um, yeah, so on to my main main news. Um, I met someone. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't meet. Look at her face. Meet, Look someone. at her face. Zoom in to that face. Look okay, at that right. giddy little schoolgirl face. <laughs> Look at it. Um, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Okay, it's like this stupid fucking dumb grin I've had like the whole week. Okay, um, <laughs> so I was dancing. I was off my face dancing um, and someone came up to me, this gorgeous guy came up to me and was like, no fucking way. Like, I love your podcast. Um, I've been listening for the past two years. And I was like, no way. Like a fucking fan, a really fucking hot, attractive fan. Don't know what to do here. Like, I'm so fuck-eyed that I've only got like, I've got like one eye closed. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, And so we chat a bit more. And yeah, he asks to kiss me, which is my absolute kryptonite. And of course, we have a little smooch and we exchange numbers. And I'm a bit, I'm still a bit like, what the fuck just happened? Crazy. And then at the end of the festival, which finishes early, it's like 11. um, Yeah, we end up going for a drink, going for a date after the festival and just having like a really fucking great time and just recognizing how like mature they were and how safe I felt and how respected I felt. And the conversation, like the level of emotional intelligence was up there. Um, so yeah, uh, he lives in Manchester, which is very far away from me, and yeah. he's also 25. So you know, I'm a proper <laughs> cougar right now, feeling it. Uh, yeah, and I I love that part. Anyway, so he's coming down to stay with me in a couple weekends' time. Nice. Yeah, so that's the that's, that that's is it. very exciting. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, but also trying to be smart and really pace myself and not rush into things too quickly because yeah. you know, I have to I have to listen to my emotions and really yeah really see if it's like if it's going somewhere before you know when you get your hopes up and you get really yeah. excited yeah. and it might you know we might realize that we don't actually click with each other mm-hmm. and so yeah it's crazy like like and we didn't have sex. The date didn't end in sex, which is very, very unusual for me. But it was it amazing is. that we both agreed not to do that. Um, so there's like, a lot of apprehension and excitement Yeah, there. I feel like that's good. Have you seen his dick? Uh, no, I haven't. <sighs> that's scary. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I, I don't, at this point, I don't care. He could have a micro penis and I'd still be, still be down. Really? Wow. <laughs> the love is deep. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. I quite like, wait, wait, let me rephrase this. I like the idea of him. I quite like the idea of him. I don't know him enough yet. Yeah. But I get I get lots and lots of green flags. Like, okay. they're fucking flying this everywhere is, right now. This so. is one to watch. If we were betting on horses, yes. people might put yeah. some money on this one. Yeah. We can put some money on it. Or we could just, you know, keep casual. Keep casual about it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't, fuck it. I don't care. I don't, casual's boring. I'm ready. <laughs> You're like, fuck, I love you. Uh, well, I mean, I won't repeat what been, you told me on voice note after you met him. There have been some strong emotions that I need to be careful about. That's strong emotions because also we were on drugs. So, yes. But I'm not on drugs now. So, you know, what the fuck does that tell me? Um, Anyway, the excitement. And also, I think it's important to state that you can fall for someone quickly and also be in love with the idea of somebody. I don't know him yet. And I fall for people really quickly. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I have a little smidgen of an update that I actually forgot to mention last episode because do you remember when you fucked that guy in the bathroom of the club when it was his birthday yes and you were like happy birthday (laughs) happy birthday yeah 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 best moment best cringe moment of my life well guess what happened to me please multiple times oh my god stop (laughs) college college man I forgot to mention, during multiple occasions of the sex that we had, which was loads, um, he whispered in my ear. Oh, he whispered it. (laughs) I love it. Was it, was it, did it, did it take you out? Was it cringe or was it quite fun? Well, it's funny because it reminded me of your moment. (laughs) We were like, (laughs) cringe and out. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was quite sweet at the same yeah, time. I was like, sweet. yeah, it is, it is my birthday. Thank you for reminding it's me. It's so funny because it's almost like you're coming at it like, happy birthday, I'm the present. You're so yeah. lucky to get me. Yeah. 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 Like this, <laughs> this is your gift. Yes. Like that's the energy I was giving in the fucking club toilet. Like, you're so, you have no idea who I am. You're so lucky. Happy birthday. Oh, kill me. Kill me now. So good. Yeah. So he had that energy. Like, good for him. Yeah. Really good. good. I like that. I like that. It's like a feel yourself kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you are a gift. You are a birthday gift. Yeah. He was, he basically was. It was a great birthday present. So getting into the juicy base of this episode. On the last episode, I left you all on a bit of a cliffhanger because I told you about the Lido boy, the Lido couple. And you had a date booked in with them. We had the date last night (gasps) and it went really fucking well. Wow. I feel like this kind of kickstarts the whole episode around threesomes. Okay. Yes, divulge. Yeah, which is one of the most searched terms in pornography is threesomes. Threesomes kind of like, it's it's almost like everyone's fantasy, regardless of gender or sexuality. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've been, we made a WhatsApp group and we've been chatting nonstop all the way through up to the date. Um, there were like pictures exchanged, not erotic pictures. Um, and then, yeah, we ended up meeting last night and had a couple drinks and... Honestly, it couldn't have gone better. I feel like I already got such a good vibe from the guy when I first had that interaction with him. And then, yeah, just both of them were both on the same level. So yeah, it was perfect. We had a couple drinks and there was a lot of like good feelings. And it was quite nice because I sat down with the guy and then we waited for his fiance to come and join us. And we just talked. Oh, and it was a bit of a social experiment on my side where... Because I met him in person, they didn't know anything about me and I didn't know anything about them. 
which yeah. was so nice for a change where instead you know like you're you're selling yourself on a dating app or you at least know each other's instagrams and we I, they did ask me they're like oh what's your instagram and i was like hey do you actually mind if maybe we exchange instagrams after the date and they were like okay interesting yeah and so when we were on the date we were kind of talking about all that and divulging that information um and it just felt really nice it felt really equal really equal yeah it was really cute and just got such a fucking good vibe from them really fun really friendly really like really intel like on the same level of intelligence and they had been enm for a while and they had been on quite a few dates and and three threesome dates and foursome dates and yeah, it ended just how you would imagine. I ended up going back to theirs and we had a really beautiful, magical threesome where everything oh. felt like it fit and it and it worked, especially for a first time fuck. Yeah. Um, and it was just so much fun. It was like like hanging out with friends and, and getting sexual and having that fun sexual stuff. You know, we were exchanging music and listening to music and... Yeah, it was just good. Good chat all round. Oh, that sounds so lovely. Had a really nice time and I, I definitely want to see them again. What did the sex involve? So sex was, it was kind of a, a bit of everything. It was like, oh yeah, I don't know how much I can divulge. They did say that I can talk about it. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of like, it was really cool because they're both openly bi and mm-hmm. we were discussing like sexuality and... Yeah, there was like lots of everything. Also, oh my God, I didn't say. So my last period was nine days late. And my period now is is 11 days early. I'm on my period now, 11 days early. Dropped yesterday, just before the date. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I was so pissed. Um, And so I was just like- Period threesome. It was a period threesome, Florence. You would have been very proud of me. Did it get messy? No, it didn't, especially because they had white sheets on a super king size bed, which I really loved. Um, But yeah, I would like warn them. I was just like, hey, what are your thoughts about period? Because like I've just dropped and they were like, (laughs) absolutely fine. We're in a seven year relationship. Like that's so fine with us. If not almost a positive thing. So yeah, it was really cool. There was like fingering and sucking and fucking and rimming and like, Oh, the whole thing was great. And and it was, I, I came. Um, <gasps> actually, all three of us came. All three of us came. Oh my God, that's amazing for a threesome. Yes, right. I mean, it was a G-sport orgasm that, and I was pretty like shwasty at the time. But it was like, yeah, I was really shocked that all three of us managed to come. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, it was really cool. And also like, this is going to sound really porny, but seeing, seeing like the male cum shot over us both and like it going in my face and going all over her and I just was just like I don't know it was just like it was like such a magical moment it felt fucking magical <laughs> that's what it felt like when it's come sprinkled yes. us and sparkly I'm just imagining yeah, some so kind of like weird anime it... like yeah like oh oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> the glint in that yeah in the yeah, cum. Like, yeah 
yeah, it was it was good. I really hope I see them again. Yeah, if not for like you know even just as friends, just to hang out. Yeah, and like, yeah, maybe having. I, I yeah, they were really cool people. Nice. Really cool. It's really good to have successful threesomes because I think sometimes they can be a little bit awkward and they can mm. you know not really work out and oh my you know God. like having an yeah. extra person involved sometimes just is hard. I have had extremely awkward threesomes. Yeah, they're not all gold. Yeah. But like, that's part of it. No one has perfect sex every single time they fuck one person, you no. know? Like, like it's part of the sex. It's part of seeing if you click and connect mm-hmm. and communicate properly. So yeah, we're going to go through in this episode our tips and advice for how to have a successful threesome. So Florence, have you, have you ever had a threesome? I have. I've had, um, I've had two threesomes in my life. Um, nice. And I wouldn't say that either of them were as magical as the one that you just had last night, but they were both (laughs) interesting and exciting in their own way. Um, Mm. One was before COVID times with the guy that had the lactation kink. Um, We organised that threesome. I mean, if you're like an old, old, like diehard curious fucker, I'm sure you remember um, me talking about it back then but that was an interesting one she was on her period during that and yeah. basically like didn't want to take her pants off so mm. it was just like okay so it wasn't like it didn't feel like as involved she also didn't go down on me or anything so it wasn't it was kind of a very I, I felt like it was a very straight threesome yeah in terms of like we weren't getting that involved like we were kissing Mm, and like she was sucking my boobs and I was sucking hers etc but like other than that it felt like you know there wasn't it it didn't really cross those boundaries which I was a bit disappointed at I think Mm -hmm. during the time because I was like okay it's just like it's not really like a proper threesome Especially if you're wanting to explore your sexuality. Do you feel like you were in a place to explore your sexuality then? Yeah, I was at that point. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was like open to it in the first place. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think the thing that I remember about that being hot was the guy I was dating her kind of like watching us as he was like fucking me really hard. And that that was kind of cool. Yeah. and the other one that I had was in the sex party with your mate. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, with my, yeah. With my bestie. <laughs> yeah. That's jokes. But did, so did you guys? Funny. Was that kind of like a similar situation? Like mm, where you did kind of did you kind of cross cross the boundaries a bit more then? Mm, I put a vibrator on her clip at one point. I mean that's so, that's pretty gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty gay. Um, so yeah, but I feel like mainly it was in that threesome. It also was the guy kind of we were kind of sharing the guy. Yeah, and he was yeah. like doing both of us. But we, me and her were like kissing a little bit. But mm. yeah, I'm I like threesomes and I like group stuff and I definitely have it in my back catalog of like okay yeah there's there's some things that I still want to experience with that. Um, yes. But I just haven't really had, I kind of want a primary partner that I do it with. Yeah. I think I, I get approached on dating apps by couples all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if I want to be the third. 
How did you yes. feel being the third in the threesome? I mean, I fucking loved it. I was yeah. so excited. It was actually really nice being the third in the threesome because I think from when I've had threesomes before with boyfriends, with exes, I've I felt a bit of a power imbalance because we oh. already have this established relationship. And maybe that's the whole kitchen table poly vibes that I have where I'm worried that they're going to feel like that they're the third wheel when yeah. it's very clear in my head that it's all equal. Um, yeah. But then it also, you know, as much as much as I believe or want to believe it's equal, it's not really that equal because there's an established relationship. I just never want to make someone feel uncomfortable. And so me being the third in that situation, I feel like I feel great because I feel like I'm experienced and I'm going in and mm. I, I know that I'm going to treat these two equally. And if they don't happen to do that, then that's OK. Like, it's almost like I'm I feel confident in that there are not going to be any hurt feelings there. But of course, that's not necessarily true because there's so many different dynamics to a threesome. Um you know, different genders, all the same gender. You can have the devil's threesome, which is two guys. Um, you know, all of you might not be in a relationship or all three of you might be in a relationship. Like it, there's, yeah, and it changes. I, I think it's important to, with especially with a first threesome, to make sure that everyone feels like they're on the same page, like everyone feels equal. So you're giving your attention to both both partners, unless stated otherwise, unless... Unless they're like, oh, okay, well, in this threesome, we, we're we okay with doing everything but penetration with the other person. You know, we want the penetration to just be kept between us two, which is a very fair rule to put down if you're discussing and communicating the threesome beforehand. Yeah. Well, I think that's super important to actually put down the boundaries and everything that you feel comfortable with before you get into the threesome, whether that's, you know, you coming from being in a relationship or not. If you're all not in a relationship, like I still feel like it's really important to do that. I mean, it's important to do that in front of any sex to be honest but I think when there's more people involved it gets more like techy because it's like okay well whilst that person's doing that like what am I able to do yeah well that is part of the fear is like how is it going to go down what, what if I'm sitting there on the corner like not unable to join in or know what to do especially if you have feelings around sex your sexuality that get complicated that can be quite scary to jump into a threesome but I think you're in you're you're there in a threesome because at some part of you really wants it even yeah. if it's not necessarily a strong part at the moment um or it might be just like the only thing you think about and i think it is important just to get stuck in and involved but if you're not feeling it don't hesitate to say oh i'm just going to take a step back for a moment yeah um it's about the communication around sex and threesomes that are really important i mean we didn't really communicate to be fair, last night, the only thing that we communicated was, I was like, hey, I'm not to assume you guys have or haven't done this before, but just letting you know, like, it can be really nerve wracking before meeting. And there are no expectations for tonight. I'm really excited to get to know you and just to see where this goes. And they were like, oh my God, that's so nice of you to say. We were exactly the same on our side. And that kind of just took the pressure off of like, we're coming in there, you know, a lot of people who uh, especially like a dating app threesome where it's like we're going to do this we're going to have a threesome and yeah. that can create a lot of like yeah pressure and maybe negative feelings around the situation rather than just like I just want to get to know you both and then sex is also an option yeah I feel like 
you have to kind of be aware of whether you're ready for a threesome or not before going into it because I think you have to be quite secure in yourself um when going to a threesome because it's a really easy place to start comparing yourself you know you've got other people's bodies involved and you know what it's like if you're not feeling good about your body and your partner starts like loving up on someone else then it's Mm -hmm. not going to be I mean there's so many situations where someone you you go into a threesome with your partner and then you're like actually no I feel really jealous and I don't want them to be there involved with that other person so there's a lot of feelings like that to kind of maneuver and think about before you're like actually okay like I'm ready I also think it's really important to bring up the fact that a threesome will not save your relationship yeah and I think quite often people think that they will because they're like okay what can we do to spice this up like we need yeah what's the next step what's the next level and if if it if threesomes are a fix to your relationship like you shouldn't be doing you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, couples therapy. Don't have a threesome. I think everyone Although should be in couples therapy, whether they're like... Everybody. ...needing it or not, to be honest, because all relationships are tricky and hard to communicate in. Yeah, I agree. Everyone should do couples therapy before it gets too late. Yes. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Beducated. We're so excited to be back with Beducated talking all about their online courses. Beducated has an awesome course all about dirty talk. And that is something that I have personally really wanted to get better at in the bedroom. And after doing the course, I actually tried this out in a sexual situation last week on my birthday. The course really helped me gain the confidence to actually voice the things because when with dirty talk, I'm always thinking them up in my head, Mm -hmm. but actually Mm -hmm. having the words come out of my mouth, I've always been really ashamed of. So I'm happy to say that the course worked its wonders for me. I had something similar. So I've been learning about squirting. It's something that I really wanted to be able to do with another person. And I nearly squirted the other week. Nearly squirted. I could feel like I was so close. And I honestly think that is to do with the squirting course. I've still got another section to complete in the course. So I'm hoping that once that's completed, then I'll be able to just let go, be free and become the squirting goddess that I've always wanted to be. I'm so excited to hear how the squirting works for you, Reed. And I personally am really excited to do more courses so that I can feel even more confident in the bedroom because even me, I struggle with that sometimes. Get access to 100 plus online courses from the world's top experts like Tantric Date Night, Strap On Play and Lap Dance Foundations. Wow, I need the Strap On Play one. Stat. <laughs> Try all Beducated courses one day for free. You won't be charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel it at any time. There's no risk with the 14-day money-back guarantee. Invest in your love life and join Beducated now from just $10 per month. So curious fuckers, we have bagged you 40% off their yearly pass with the code COMECURIOUS. C-O-M-E-C-U-R. I-O-U-S. So yeah, threesome. Like how how do you set up a threesome? Especially if either you're you're partnered or you're single and you want to have a threesome, how do we do it? Field, lol, not paid. Yeah, field. (laughs) Field or I think the other dating apps 
I think you can suggest the other day, like have that written in a description on like Tinder or Hinge, but I don't think it's as widely accepted yeah. as Fields. I feel like Fields always are go-to when it comes to exploring anything non-monogamy because that's where the kind of community sure. goes. That's where they are. Like it's the E&M crowd. And, and the actual dating app itself, you both as individuals can create accounts and link your accounts if you're a couple. Yeah. So that, that means that you can... I mean, I've seen profiles before. It's like it's two people on one profile, but being able to have your own separate profiles, write your own bios and then link your account and you see their account pop up at the bottom of your profile Ooh. so everyone else can see it too. Yeah, I love that. That's a really great way to start looking because, you know, depending on who you're looking for and most threesomes look for other women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's probably a lot to say around that. There is not enough comfortability in... Masculinity. Two guys having a threesome. Yeah, masculinity and um, a lot of a lot of just like negativity around the idea of two guys. Even if they're both straight and they're fucking the woman, there is still like, oh my god, you'd have a threesome with another guy kind yeah. of situation. It's like, yeah, man, it's having a threesome with another guy doesn't change your sexuality. If you are straight and you know you're straight, yeah. being in the same room on the same sexual, se- sexual <laughs> situation, you could suck their cock and still be straight, for goodness what sake. What were we saying last episode? Um, if you're scared of threesomes with another guy, you're probably gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're literally sitting there going like, yeah, man, like, I love men. Men are really cool. I'm really comfortable in my sexuality. But like, I'm definitely straight. Then yeah, yeah. That's coming from a place of love. Exactly. Not fear. Plus like, I know a lot of um, men that I've been with that would have threesomes with other guys, but like just not get involved with them, which is really hot. Like, I think that's super hot. So fucking hot. Two dudes. I that's that's the one threesome I haven't done. Two two guys. Yeah. I've done foursomes and orgies, but not two guys. I need to find the right people to do that with. And I, I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't, I would take them if they're straight, but I would love them they were to explore each other as well. Abso-fucking-lutely. I spent all of my teenage years just obsessing about gay porn, guy on guy porn. Like that would be my dream to watch two guys fuck. Oh, to watch two guys kiss me whilst I'm being fucked. <gasps> there's just, yeah. there's just so much there. Oh. I can't believe you haven't done it yet. Put it on the bucket list. Yeah. I mean, I've been spit roasted, but again, that's just been in a foursome situation or in like sex Uh, parties. It's not the same. I want a proper two guy threesome and I want it to be kinky and fucked up. I don't know how I feel about spit roasting. Uh, I quite like it. Do you? Yeah, I really like it. My my fantasy with uh, threesome with two guys is that they're fucking just worshipping me and that doesn't involve Mm -hmm. them spit roasting me. Because I feel like that's their benefit. I'm like, no, this is not for your benefit. This is for my benefit. I want all of your hands like fucking everywhere. I want to just have all the attention Mm. on me. That's my dream. Oh, that's a beautiful dream, Florence. I hope you get that. You deserve (laughs) one day. Multiple one day. I don't know if it will ever happen. To be honest, I feel like it's more likely to happen in a sex party kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely more. I, I think that's actually even a good tip to tell people if they really want to have a threesome and meet people organically, then going uh-huh. to sex parties and being in that kind of environment. Yes. There are lots and lots of single people that go. More so single women are open up for joining a couple. Um, but yeah, you just got to put it out there. You just got to... It's not going to happen unless you make it happen. And also if someone says, you know, if you ask them if they're in a couple 
and they say yes, ask them if they're E&M. Yeah. Most people aren't. I did get turned down at the festival. There was a cute guy and, and he was like, no, we're not. And I was like, oh, no worries. Have the best time. But I guess it's good to ask because you never know. Yeah. People fear the, the rejection, though. They fear the rejection and then they obsess about the rejection and then they feel that that rejection is because they're not good enough. Mm. And it's like you need to get that out of your head. It's almost like better to go into a situation and expect a rejection and appreciate that they have said no and be like, thank you for being honest. Thank you for saying that. You know, thank you for saving us both. Don't fear the rejection. We like rejection. Rejection is good. It is good and healthy and safe. What other tips do we have for threesomes? How do you make sure once you're in the threesome that everyone's having a good time? So I think it's really, again, communication. It's important to talk before, during and after and having that sort of aftercare. Um, even just having like a little cuddle with each other or having like a sit down chat afterwards is really good. But when you're during, when you're in that moment, it can feel a little bit performative because threesomes can be like that, you know, like you're you're kissing one person and kissing the other person. But it's supposed to flow. It's supposed to feel natural and nice. And, you know, don't be afraid to say what you want or what what you want them to do to you yeah I think if you're like unsure of what to do once you're in the threesome I think it's just about making sure you are getting yourself involved and not just kind of like sitting on the side or like thinking like oh there's no way I can like you know what do I do in this situation like how do I approach this and it's just like I don't know just get up in there touching something or like kissing something and making sure you're like part of yes. it because you know how it gets with sex like you could get like really focused on one person or like one moment and like the one pleasure and they will like they'll forget that you're there so you just need to reintroduce yourself into the situation mm-hmm. and and that's uh, you can do that very casually especially if say for example the two people in front of you end up fucking there is a way to get involved in that even if you think there's ah oh, there's no room for me to fit there you know you could you could kiss one of them you could rim the other person you could say move out of the way I want to eat her out whilst you're fucking (laughs) move out the fucking way (laughs) you could get down to their feet and start like sucking their toes or playing with nipples it is just sort of about being that fluid writhing beautiful mess of like sucking and fucking and pleasure and of course asking you know I was asking like do do you like your nipples being played Mm. with do you like being rimmed um and that was really cool. There was a lot of like nice enthusiasm there. Or for me, it was asking. So with the part with the with the couple, um, asking if I was unsure how to eat her out, asking, oh, can you show me? Oh, show me how you pleasure her. I want to learn. Um, and he did. And I was like, okay, I'll take over, you know? Nice. And then we're both there eating her pussy at the same time. Wow. Like, wow, like, and I'm trying to mimic his tongue. That wow. kind of stuff was was really cool really fun that is cool it's so interesting you forget how different your pleasure is to somebody else's like my pleasure is so penetrative and her pleasure was so like external Mm. and so yeah just like like being around that space and yeah like it's it's really amazing to be aware like that and of course I mean this is gonna sound harsh to men but like 
men are like men can be a little bit more basic when it comes to pleasure so yeah sucking and fucking dick you know (laughs) like asking if do you like your balls being touched and play with do you like your asshole being like stroked or fingered do Mm -hmm. you want something in your butt that kind of stuff yeah um but that's only don't ask and suggest something if you don't want to do it don't go like oh okay i'll ask them if they want me to fuck their ass and and you don't if you don't want to do it don't do it you know yeah don't ask shall we get some listener questions up okay so our first question is how to navigate feelings of fomo or jealousy when having a threesome with your partner yeah i mean i feel like we've covered this it's about really opening up the communication around jealousy jealousy isn't a bad feeling to have FOMO isn't a bad feeling it's not like once you feel jealousy you've failed the threesome or failed the relationship it's about appreciating that jealousy is part of being human it's a human emotion and that is going to happen that's bound to happen at some point so being unafraid to talk about your jealousy I think is really important and accept somebody else's jealousy even if you don't quite understand it if they feel jealous then validate their jealousy and and ask them what can I do to make us feel more secure yeah um so yeah it's about about having the conversation before the threesome, like, okay, what it, what would be too much for you and what would be okay for you? Hyp- hypothesize, visualize, imagine how the threesome might go and what makes you feel comfortable and what might make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's also fine to have like a timeout during a threesome and just be like, hey, could we just like chat for a second and kind of get back on like the same playing field? Definitely. I just had a flashback to a really shitty threesome well, I say shitty. It wasn't shitty. It was that I, I was like, okay, I'm not really feeling this. So I ended up letting like my ex and this girl carry on fucking. And when I sat in the other room and they made me feel uncomfortable about it because they were like, oh, that was really weird. Well, no, he made me feel really uncomfortable about it. Um, and I was like, I just I just wasn't feeling it at the moment. I just wanted you guys to carry on. Like, it, it's no biggie on my part. Yeah. I was cool with it. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think what you said, jealousy is a very natural feeling that you're going to feel. And I also think that jealousy can be a positive thing sometimes. That it's yes, like, I love jealousy. It's just like, you know, it means that you actually care about the situation mm-hmm. if you're feeling jealous. Care. And, and it's a sign. It's a warning sign for like, okay, well, why do you feel jealous? Unpick that. What is it that... What is it about yourself that's making you feel insecure? What is it about the relationship that is making you feel insecure and jealous or envious? But maybe it's nothing as well. I also think that jealousy can just come up even when you're in the most securest relationships. And it's just a... Do you think? Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, I really care about that person and they're doing something with someone else. Like, I don't know. I think because of the way that we've been brought up in society in a very monogamous way, like I think it's just like a normal feeling to come up. It doesn't necessarily have to lead to anything, but it obviously obviously sometimes does. But I think it can be quite like a natural good feeling. Okay, so this listener says, if you want to engage in MMF and you're the F, how do you deal with the potential to feel overwhelmed? I mean, two dicks Um, could be pretty fucking overwhelming. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sex is overwhelming. Sex can be overwhelming, especially when you ha- are dealing with anxiety, like sex anxiety yeah. or negative feelings around sex. But the best way is to communicate, is to is to take that step back, is to be like, hey, guys, are like, like, would you mind if I just take a moment? Or can, can yeah. we like stop and get some water? Yeah. Um, can we take a breather here? I also think 
you could communicate that before the sex even starts happening as well just be like hey I think I might get a little bit overwhelmed at some point during this if that's something that you're thinking before it's even happened you can ask them to ask you in the moment if you're feeling okay or feeling overwhelmed like ask them to check in because especially if you are feeling overwhelmed it's really hard to bring yourself out of it enough to put down a boundary or to put a pause exactly yeah Mm. yeah especially if you're taking like imagine two dicks at the same time you're like i was gonna say (gasps) yeah that's so hot though imagine taking two dicks and one of them's just like hey are you okay like is this overwhelming are you doing okay i would cream that would be so cute I'd be like, shut the fuck up and overwhelm me, man. Like, just give me more. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think, like, maybe just say, let's start slow and let's not have, like, too much GP or, like, you know, like, let's not do the spit roasting thing. You know, like, just make sure you have clear boundaries and then you can... You know, you can be like, actually, I'm ready for more if you're not feeling too overwhelmed. It doesn't have to look like a porn video. You know, it doesn't, a a threesome with two guys doesn't have to end in DP, like, or two dicks in the V, or like, you know, anal and pussy fucking at the same time. That's a lot. I don't think I I would want to do that. But yeah, stating that, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe even say no penetrative sex. Is that okay? How do you feel about that? Can you just have like a dick in one hand and a dick in my mouth? Like, how, how do you feel about that? I totally that? forgot that in my book, one of the stories is a male-male threesome and it's got DP oh, in it. And I, when I was writing it, delicious. I was like, so wet. Yes. <laughs> like, the DP, idea of the this idea is of so hot. And practice. If you want DP, practice. You know, fuck yourself with a dildo whilst fucking your ass or try and put two yeah. toys inside you at the same time. Yeah. Like, I fucking love, like, I love the mouth stuff anyway. Being fucked when something's in my mouth at the same time is just, like, divine. Whether it's fingers, wow. toys, or another person's pussy slash cock. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fingers want... in my mouth I love for some reason. Oh. I, and, and I think that's part of it. I want the overwhelm. The overwhelm is so fucking hot. I Like, I want to be so in my body and out of my my mind like give me everything oh so good yes and someone asked just to follow on onto that someone someone asked do girls like getting double penetrated i mean as you just heard <laughs> what we yeah what we said yeah yeah like some girls do some girls, some girls don't yeah. man like it's yeah some girls do. Some girls really fucking do. I also, Some people like being triple penetrated. I like the fantasy of it. I have no idea if I'd like it in actual reality. The reality. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had stuff in my ass whilst being fucked and that's been way too intense really? for me. I like a yeah. butt plug during sex. I think I could butt plug, do yeah. maybe. Butt plug, could, yeah, yeah. Dildo in the ass at the same time. There is just like not enough space, man. There isn't really. There isn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the thing is, everyone's formed differently. And from one person might not be able to take it. Another person might be able to take a fist, you know? Yeah. How cool. Um, This is a cute question. Well, it's not really a cute question. It's quite a sad question. But it says, is there a risk that participant that a participant's partner might fall for the third person? I mean, if there's another person involved, there always is a risk that yeah, someone might always. develop feelings. Like that's just yeah. the way it is always with non-monogamy is that you take a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do feel like it's, it. yeah, there is the risk there, but it's unlikely. It isn't, especially if 
you've come into a situation with a couple, it is it is unlikely that you having sex with them once is going to break that bond that they have together or change that bond. Yeah, yeah sure, maybe they want to fuck you again or hang out with you or see you again. And you know what? Maybe they fall in love, but like that takes time. That takes time and dates and energy and, you know, like months and months worth of work to do. So, yeah, um, I think fucking someone once or twice or even a few times, there there probably isn't that high risk. I was going to say, it's very rare for them. It's very rare. Yeah, I would say I, I would even say, like, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Think about how rare it is for you to fall in love with one person. Yeah. Like it's and hard when you're putting in the fucking like work as well. Like I haven't fallen in love for Yeah. since quarantine bay, so yeah. 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 It's been a long old yeah. time. It's hard. It's hard to fall in love. It is. So yeah, I think uh and also it's it's also quite hard to just like fall in love with like a fuck for a lot of people. Yes. They need they just need way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said What's the best way for us, a couple, to find someone for a threesome? Field is so bad. And yeah. we're just like, yeah, field is good. I agree. I agree. We're only saying field because it's the best option we have at the moment. Yeah. It is getting worse. Field is becoming extremely oversaturated in like people who aren't in the kink scene or the non-monogamy yeah. scene. They're just on there to date and like fuck because they just think it's the new fuck the, app. Yeah, the only thing that I find super easy on field is as a single woman looking to fuck guys. And I would be able to find a plethora of people to fuck. If you're looking for a threesome and like girls to join you it's just, it's just it's just rare to be honest it's rare for someone to want to be the third in a threesome i'm just gonna say that it's not like it's unicorn hunting like it, yes. it's they're called they're called unicorns for a fucking reason they don't actually exist you know like it's yeah it's really hard to find a third and field is the best option that we have right now yeah it's really daunting being a third especially if like you know, sex and relationships and dating makes you nervous. Not only that, you're there to impress two people. That can be a lot to deal with. But um, if you feel confident doing it and finding the right right couple and the communication's good, I'd always recommend as well to make a WhatsApp group with you guys, like a group chat, so you can both be equal in the communication. So it's not just you chatting to one of them. Um, you know, make sure it is equal yeah. when you're all on the same page. I also think there are, you know, meetups for ENM, like you went to, and meetups for kink stuff. There are those kind of communities out there where you could go to a kind of like social gathering of people where you can meet stuff. And sex parties, as we said earlier, is a great place to meet people that would be fully down for threesomes. Yeah. Just type in your closest city and ethical non monogamy meetups. Um, don't go to the poly meetups if you're just looking for threesomes because I think that would be a little bit... Yeah, not fair. Yeah, distasteful. <laughs> yeah, not fair. I feel like that's kind of... We've answered a lot of the questions within this podcast. There's one here that says, how how do you tell your wife you want to add someone? Watching slash soft slash full. It's a very tricky one. It's like any kind of non-monogamy conversation when you're in a monogamous relationship is very tricky because you need to reassure your partner that it isn't that they're not enough it's like you know it's about watching them do something really hot and like it's about them 
being sexy in the situation with someone else and that's what you're into it's not about the other person it's just about doing something with them yeah it's it is tough when you're already in an established relationship and maybe uh, enm hasn't been something that's come up before but i think it is important to not you know not not saying something because if that's something you want from the relationship then bringing it up with your partner I think is important. You need to be able to get what you want from a relationship. And if you're not, if there is something, if there is something there that you want to explore and you want to do that with your partner, you know, reassure them that you want to do this with them um, and they can make the rules if that makes them feel more comfortable. You know, like let's find, let's find a compromise in the rules. If maybe we go on a date with another, another man or another person um, and, and like, Maybe the rule is it has to stay equal, though. Like what frustrates me is in relationships where they're like, oh, yeah, we can have a a threesome with another woman. But if the other woman wants a threesome with another man and that's a no go, I feel like that's completely unfair. It is unfair. Compromises should be made. Also, I think watching porn together with threesomes and stuff like that could be a really good entry point into like, do you think that this is hot? Yes. Rather than being like. And good porn, not bad porn. Like, yeah, good ethical porn. Sorry, I shouldn't say bad porn. Like good, yeah, good ethical porn. Go check out like X Confessions or Cheeks or Ersties or Lustry. Lustry is amazing. Yeah. And and look up threesomes. They have so many fucking videos on threesomes. Don't just go onto goddamn like fucking, what's it called? Spank Bank or whatever it is. Pornhub and and type that in. Although Pornhub, probably verified verified users on there actually having threesomes. Like real threesomes. Yeah, Pornhub has turned itself around. Yeah, it really has. Um, But yeah, make sure you're watching the right kind of pornography and enjoying it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that concludes our Yay. chat about threesomes. Thank you to everyone who wrote in a question. Yes. And we hope that we have inspired a lot of people to have beautiful, magical, equal, divine threesomes. And it's okay if you don't. It's okay, it's okay if it goes yeah. tits up and it's awkward and it's weird. Then you just go, all right, well, I'll learn to do better next time. It's also okay if you don't want to have a threesome. Like you don't have yes, to be sexually thank adventurous. You. you could just be fucking you. vanilla and that is a-okay. Yeah, you could be happy with your partner or just happy on your own. Exactly. That is all acceptable. Yeah. We love you all. You're all beautiful. And um, yeah, we hope you've loved this episode. If you have, please share it with anyone that might find this episode interesting. Share it on your socials, tag us and everything. And yeah, like give us give us a download, give us a follow on our social media, of course, at Come Curious, where we asked you guys the questions, and that's where you ended up writing them in. And follow us on our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Support us over on Patreon, where we might be putting extra content up more. There's ad-free Ooh. content on Patreon. Oh. Just support us over there because it's hard for us to make money as sexually explicit content creators. So yeah. Yeah, please do show your love if you love our show over there. Um, And also remember to rate and review. It always means a lot as well, especially... I I really would just like everyone right now to go to their Apple podcast. If you have an iPhone, go to Apple podcast and leave us a five star review. Let's just do that now together. One, two, three, five. (laughs) So yeah, see you next Thursday, Curious Fuckers. Bye. Uh, 
Love you. Bye.